Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on this Monday, June 19, 2017. Carol Master, along with Corey Johnson. Coming up, we're going to talk with former U.S. Senator Max Baucus. He was also a former U.S. Ambassador to China. Uh, see what he has to say about uh, the changing of health care legislation and some of the uh, initiatives being uh, talked about, if you will, Corey. I mean, he is seen uh, by some as the uh, the Senate architect of uh, Obamacare. So it'll be interesting to see yeah. what he's got to say, what's happening right now. All right. First up, though, to your top business stories and an update on today's trading session. Here is once again, Doug Krisner. Thanks, Carol. Yeah, we got a rally in tech uh, lifting the equity market higher. The S&P 500 could set a record today. We've got a half hour left in trading. Uh, Dow Industrial Average extending a record as well. The Dow is up by about six-tenths of one percent right now. S&P ahead uh, seven-tenths of one percent. In addition to tech, and by that I mean kind of information tech, computer-related stuff, we've got healthcare stocks moving up and many of the financials up in uh, sympathy. NASDAQ composite better by 1.3 percent, shy of a record high. Earlier we had uh, several tech executives meeting with the president. They're talking about ways in which to improve the government's use of technology. Trump advisor Jared Kushner saying many government operations can go from paper to the cloud. You know, the White House is hoping to trim about a trillion dollars in cost over the next 10 years by improving efficiencies with help from tech. And earlier in the session, a comments from the New York Fed President Bill Dudley. Uh, they're consistent with what we heard last week from Fed Chair Yellen. He is saying that halting the tightening cycle now would imperil the economy. U.S. 10-year Treasury with a yield of 2.16 per uh, check at 2.18. So we're back in up a little bit in yield. Weakness, though, in the crude oil space, WTI right now in the electronic session, down 1.3% trading, 44.17. You're caught up on markets. Back to Carrie. Carrie and Corey. Carol and Corey. Say that three times fast, Master. <laughs> we, 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 I'm not we, even going to touch that, Krisner. <laughs> that you, would Krisner. be tough. <laughs> exactly. Krisner, you can be glad to know Bloomberg Markets is brought to you by USCF Investment. What's real? Visit uscfinvestments.com. That's uscfinvestments.com. All right, we want to talk a little bit about uh, health care as it works its way once again through Congress, a new health care legislation. Senate Republicans, by the way, working on a more modest version of the House's health care bill. Max Baucus is a former senator, Democrat from the state of Montana, also former ambassador to China under President Obama. Here were some thoughts on health care reform. On the phone from the nation's capital, uh, you were very involved in the Affordable Care Act under President Obama, um, but you also had some concerns about um, the eventual rollout of it. Has it played out as you expected, um, Senator Baucus? Well, all of us, each American is affected by health care legislation in several ways. One, we're all consumers of health. We want to be healthy. And second, some way we pay premiums and we pay for it. So this legislation affects all of us, all Americans. Back when we wrote the health care bill, I was chairman of the committee then, we worked very hard at it. It was open process, and um, that's because it affects everybody. And an open process, that's the American way, disinfected the sunlight, is going to generally produce a better product. We did a pretty good job, I think. Of course, not perfect. Uh, the rollout had some problems with it, but, you know, 
That was because of individual markets had to get the exchanges up. But the big problem today is, um, in my judgment, uh, with what the Senate Republicans are doing. They're doing all this in secret. They're keeping it under wraps. Why does anybody do anything in secret? Very simple, because they don't want people to know what they're doing. Why don't they want people to know what they're doing? Very simple, because it's going to hurt so many people. It's going to hurt those who are going to lose their health insurance. It's a big transfer of wealth from the low income folks in America, Medicaid, to the very wealthy who are under this legislation are going to see their taxes cut dramatically. That's not the way to pass health care legislation. So what are the, I mean, it looked like the House, uh, when it voted on a bill that seemed like it was kind of slapped together, most of them hadn't read it uh, by, by various reports. Uh, the suggestion was that the House really just wanted to say, we see we did something, but without have, really sort of having legislation. I, in I think that's right. That's right. Uh, that's what the House is. Is it any different in the Senate right here? No. The only difference is um, <laughs> in the Senate, only about 10, 13 senators, Republicans only, know what's in the bill. That's the difference. It's even more secret in the Senate than it was in the House. Senator Baucus, uh, Ambassador Baucus, you know, what what would really work in this country in terms of health care? I've heard, you know, we need a system where everybody's paying in, the young and the healthy, which helps offset the costs of the elderly and those with, you know, a bunch of illnesses and so on and so forth. Um, is it a single-payer health care system? What is it that you think, having gone through the process with the Affordable Care Act and seeing how it you know, some parts worked, maybe some parts didn't. What is it that you think would really make sense in this country? That's a, I got a very good question. Um, before I answer it directly, you know, the difference now compared back then when legislation is back then people were willing to keep an open mind, both political parties, because we were basically for the first time putting together health care legislation. Now the country is so partisan, it's, it's so divided, Either side really listens to the other. Partial answer to your question is going back and listening, listening to the other person. Because usually the other person has something that's pretty valid to say, and usually you, you me, don't have all the answers. It's both. Mm-hmm. Answer your question, I think we're moving to slowly, inexorably uh, toward a system. It's a kind of a single-parent system because all other countries do. Western countries have it. They're, um, they pay less. Healthcare cost per person than we do. Their results, their outcomes are generally better than ours are in the United States. But it's going to take time for us to get there. You know, we're a free enterprise uh, a country, and we do pay much more um, per person on healthcare because of the nature of our system and because we're more free enterprise. Um, it's we have to find something that's uniquely American. It's a combination of our free enterprise in America versus the single pay system in other countries. But my judgment is the more we move a little bit more towards single pay, the better off we all are going to be. Then doctors are going to be, tend to be more salaried. They can spend more time on um, with patients, less time worrying about insurance claims, less time worrying about malpractice. All those are extremely important. But I think most doctors really want to serve their patients. They want to serve the people with running health care for them. We have to, I think, move more toward what other countries do because it's much less expensive and the outcomes yeah. are better. Um, Ambassador Bacchus, we need to leave it on that note, and hopefully we can get some more time with you uh, in the future as this uh, works its way out. Max Bacchus, former U.S. Senator, former U.S. Ambassador to China, joining us on the phone from the nation's capital. We do have a headline crossing the Bloomberg at this hour. The White House said to weigh a new role 
for Press Secretary Sean Spicer. Again, the White House saying that it is weighing a new role for Press Secretary Sean Spicer. Corey, as we know, uh, we've heard some speculation about whether or not uh, Sarah Huckabee might be taking over for him uh, as she has filled in over the last couple of weeks. Right. Uh, and that there has been some talk of the president, some disappointment uh, in Sean Spicer as he fills out his uh, or fulfills his duty as press secretary. But it looks like nonetheless, what we're hearing from the White House at this point is, is that they are looking at a new role for press secretary Sean Spicer. We'll look for new details, more details, if you will, on that headline. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Carol Master, Corey Johnson, right? here on Bloomberg Radio. Let's get the latest in world and national news headlines with Bloomberg News anchor Adrian Mitchell. And we'll be following that story for you throughout the afternoon, Corey and Carol. The Pentagon is working to defuse tensions with Russia after a U.S. fighter jet shot down a Russian-made Syrian plane that was bombing U.S.-allied Syrians fighting the Islamic State. Bloomberg Zerv Chapman reports. Russia suspended use of a hotline installed to avoid conflict between U.S. and Russian aircraft over Syria and threatened to down American planes in areas where the Russians are protecting Bashar al-Assad's forces. General Joseph Dunford, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, said the Pentagon is seeking to get the lines of communication going again. An incident occurred. We have to work through the incident, and I think it's going to require some diplomatic and military engagement in the next few hours. We are still communicating between our operations center and the Russian Federation Operations Center, and I'm also confident that our forces have the capability to take care of themselves. Dunford, speaking to the National Press Club, said an effort was made to warn the Syrian pilot before he was shot down. Irv Chapman, Bloomberg Radio, Washington. The Supreme Court will consider gerrymandering in a case that will decide whether judges can throw out partisan legislative maps for violating the Constitution. Britain's Prime Minister says the man police say drove a van and pedestrians outside a London mosque acted alone. The suspect is described as a 48-year-old white man. One person died in the attack. And a French anti-terrorism prosecutor has started an investigation into an incident on the Champs-Élysées. A driver rammed a car into a police vehicle. The suspect is dead. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Adrian Mitchell.